Qdoba is McDonald's. No. Yes. No, you you want to know what was McDonald's? Chipotle. Chipotle was owned by McDonald's. And then McDonald's was like, whoa, what are all these ingredients you guys are making <laughs> stuff out of? Where's all the glue going? And then they opted out. Qdobes, on the other hand, is essentially carnival food. What are you? How are they that different <laughs> from each other? Have you ever had any sort of like nacho or ch- like nacho cheese related item at Qdoba it is literally Velveeta with like salt no it is not yep <laughs> they put all kinds of like crazy like gizmos and doodads <laughs> and all their food that's like they put I like these I get. weird things called salsas and then they have this stuff that's like cheese with spice in it Velveeta Ew. and Tostito <laughs> salsa <laughs> no it's much better I the only reason why like I like Chipotle, but Kidoba has free everything. You don't get charged for guacamole. You d- you don't get charged for anything else, and it's like the same price. Still, if my so. guacamole was made out of Play-Doh, then I would charge people nothing for wow. it too. Because you know what, Kidoba is trashy and they are tasteless. <laughs> That's the kind of girl they are. Okay, oh. Chipotle is elegant chipotle is class wow chipotle is opulence Mm. they would never chipotle hasn't gotten me sick yet exactly and we all agreed that chipotle is better than any no we did not restaurant it's definitely my favorite fast food that's two out of three and uh it's not fast food either God. How is it not fast food? It's quick service. It's a stand where you walk up to the stand and we have the pre-prepared food already and we assemble it right in front of your goddamn face. And then, Cam, you take a seat in the dining room. Yep. And they bring it out to you and they say, sir, your order. <laughs> take me to your Chipotle. Take me to this clean Chipotle. I'd like to see it. Uh, they're all over the United States of A. Yeah. Oh, meow. Google it. Jugal. Jugal. it. Bing it. Just don't bing it. Actually, don't bing don't it. Don't. You're going to find bing. porn. <laughs> Never bing. I'm going to bing Chipotle and spicy beans and see what I get. No. Bing.com. Uh, stop Chipotle. trying to make this. So this is going to be pretty challenging. Okay, let's get you ready for your wedding. Up and up. My job to give 100%. It's important for us to pause for a moment. Okay. Life pile. This is Life Pile Podcast, the only podcast that supersizes me. I'm lifestylist and lifestyle expert Camden Johnson. I got a number four Life Pile combo with a side of fries. I got a value sized Dr. Pepper with that. You can go ahead and pull forward to the second winning. Your total is going to be $13.49. My name is Dylan Bragasa. Like Saint Sonic the Hedgehog himself, I gotta go fast. Food. Oh, it's Ryland. <laughs> He's a saint. When did he die? When did they canonize him? The saint of speed. <laughs> it was just a couple of years ago. Is Tails like his Virgin Mary? Oh, that's so <laughs> cute. I love Tails with his hands clasped. <laughs> the immaculate. What was he, a fox? <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. And he could drape his uh, tails over his head to make that little hood. Oh. Mm. Well, we've started a new religion. You can go ahead now, Cam. <laughs> Life Pile <laughs> Podcast is the podcast for people who don't let facts get into between them and the lifestyle section they pretend to read in order to avoid eye contact with a homeless person who's begging for money inside the McDonald's they currently are in. Every week, we review some of the biggest lifestyles to live. This week, we're talking about all the lifestyles that have to do with fast food. Ood, 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 ood. But before we get into those lifestyles, we're going to give you guys some free on-air lifestyling. That's right. Call in or social media us and we will give you free lifestyling over the airwaves. But before we get into that, we have some corrections to go over from the previous episode. This is not so much a correction, I guess, as much as it is another instance of life pile deeply affecting culture in a tangible, real way. The day that we released our last episode on self-care, in which I spoke about a company named Goop, run by a one Gwyneth Paltrow, she was... What's the legal term, Ryland? Would it be indicted? Was she sued? Was she convicted of perjury? What, <laughs> she she owes the government, I get, or someone, one hundred and forty. <laughs> this I don't. I'm not like a journal. I run a podcast. She owes one hundred and forty five thousand dollars for lying about vagina eggs, which is crazy to me. Like I would think that she would owe much more than that because one hundred and forty thousand dollars in terms of reconstructing a vagina doesn't seem like it would go very far. Okay, the case was based on the fact that she was promising magical healing powers. They weren't blowing. <laughs> people apart like a cartoon coyote <laughs> we did talk about how porous those eggs were and how dangerous they could be i thought maybe they caused some damage and that was the basis of the suit that's true also she was selling how much were those golden dildos that must have been a lot and fifteen thousand dollars was it i don't know that they got her on that that's just wasteful <laughs> and unfortunately that's what this country was founded on mm. I don't have any corrections. I did a perfect, exquisite <laughs> segment last week. So you're welcome. All right. That sounds like corrections. I wonder, do we have some audience submissions? Yeah. Some y'all. I love fast food. Yum, yum. <laughs> oh, you love fast food. Yum, yum, Gabe. Gabe this, I know. I struggle th- with timing. <laughs> I know. I know it. Gabriel, why don't you tell the audience members? How they can get their input read out loud on the air by you. You can call us at 720-663-8163 or email us at lifepileshowgmail.com. You got it. So Dylan, this week, what did we ask our Life Pilers? So this week, Cam, we asked Life Pile Army, Life Pile Nation, our Life Pilers. Ryland has brought up the idea of calling our fans lips or... Does it make any sense? LPs. The LPs were asked... What is the best thing to happen to fast food? And we got a few responses. Has to be the cheesy gordita crunch. It's 8 a.m. and my mouth's watering now. 
Thanks, Life Pile. Ooh, that one had some some sass on the end there. I didn't discover the cheesy gordita crunch till later in my life, but I gotta say, when I happened to pwn it, it did change me as as a young man. Now I will say, I've never craved one in the early hours of the morn. I do think my mouth is too sleepy to handle anything that is a Taco Bell product. What do you boys think? I used to always just get two bean burritos with no onions. Oh my god! And what I used to only get two bean burritos with no onions. That is insane, what? dude. No. Oh my god, you yes. guys, I used to get two onions, no burritos. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dylan, that is so wild. That and we're so both wild. born on old people birthdays. Yes. What are we? Psychic we, twins? We are fucking twins. That's psychic wow. twins. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And it turns out that Rylan and I are not the only ones who are big Taco Bell fans. Correct, Gabe? Well, you guys love Taco Bell, so do many of our fans. Taco Bell fourth meal late night schedule for those delicious drunken nights. Taco Bell Cantina. I've never tried one. I Taco Bell. Mmm. Nacho fries. Taco Bell bean burritos. Yes. <laughs> Say what you will, but Baja Blast is the greatest soda known to man, God, and aliens. Gives me the Baja Blast every time. Yikey, chochiki. <laughs> so those were all different <laughs> listeners writing in about their love for Taco Bell. I love that last one about Baja Blast because, okay, first of all, I think it's so cool that Taco Bell is like, yo, let's get our own soda up in here. I mean, uh, what else other place does that? McDonald's starts their tropical Sprite, which is not bad if you want to give that a shot. But where's the caffeine, guys? Come on. <laughs> and uh, But when they started selling Baja Blast in stores, oh, my God, I was so excited. I took pictures of the cans in the aisles. <laughs> That's the so. most violent thing I've heard <laughs> since you told me that your favorite flavor of soda is the Halo brand of Mountain Dew. <laughs> Oh, people on eBay, you know where to get them for Christmas. There we go. <laughs> now, here's my issue. My, 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 what's the opposite of a, what's the sad version of a hot take? A sad take. Cold take. Here's my cold take on T-Bell. The reason I think we have so many Taco Bell submissions from listeners is because of our strong grip on the Western United States demographic. I think this is a Western oh. U.S. phenomenon. I do not really? think the Eastern U.S. is as preoccupied with Taco Bell. In Chicago, if you find a Taco Bell, it's like happening upon the end of a rainbow. Wow. And then just the sick, twisted irony of that fact is Chicago, where there are one, maybe one and a half Taco Bells. <laughs> Those are the only ones that I've ever been to that were Cantina Taco Bells. <gasps> Have you heard of these, Ryland? They ser- do they serve beer there? They serve beer. They serve alcoholic Baja Blast Mountain no, Dew, Ryland. No, no, no. And they don't have it in Colorado. Oh, my God. Is that, that not so, the most infuriating uh, thing? I want that so bad. That sounds so good. Is it in a bowl? What do they put it in? No, they do not have you lap it out of a bowl. <laughs> they put it in a cup like they do with all beverages. Uh, oh. But I think it's sickening that Did the people of that? Chicago. He's disappointed it's not in a bowl. <laughs> he wants it in a donkey bowl. Ryland, what's the deal? It just <laughs> makes me so upset that these beautiful glorious i'll go ahead and say it churches to modern tex mexican cuisine are standing in all of their shimmering glory in downtown chicago and chicagoans are just walking past them like they're walking past a post office 
That is so sad. What are they like out there then? What? What? Burger King? What are they eating? What do people fucking eat here, Cam? Just like sausages rolled in pizza or something? <laughs> I saw yesterday a guy take a big bite out of the road. It's just like <laughs> asphalt. He just chewed into it. Yeah. That's Chicago style for you. <laughs> he's a really fat guy, so he's getting a lot out of it and he's doing it a lot. I don't know. It was, it was impressive. I'll tell you that. So for senior prom for dinner, we took some candles and a tablecloth oh and a boom box with some classical music oh, no. and ate dinner at a Taco Bell, very fancy style. That's cute. It was very cute. I ate into one of those octagonal quesadillas. Oh, a crunch wrap? Yeah, crunch wrap. Supreme. And came mm. out. With a very long gray hair coming out of my oh. mouth going into the Crunchwrap Supreme. And even just thinking about it, now is me. me do the backups. Okay. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? That's my axe I'm grinding here. What's so gross about hair, huh? <laughs> Put it in food. <laughs> What? I, okay. It's crazy because the thing I was about to say that's gross about hair is when it's in food. All the other time it's fine. Yeah, it's exactly. only ones that's in food that I have a problem with it. Okay, who who here will not come over to my place and bite my hair? Huh? Is that me, really me, so me, disgusting me, me, to me? <laughs> Say it real quick as fast as I can, me. I don't want to bite your hair. I bite so your hair. I love it. you, but it's no. It's just hair. It's, it's just hair till it leaves your head. And then it's and then what is it? hair. And then it's corpse parts. What's the difference between that and licking up on a dead guy? Well. Yeah, but there's corpse parts everywhere. Like, our skin is in everything. No, we are getting so. way too abstract. Do we have any more <laughs> listener submissions? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Let's see. Gabe. What's up, Gabe? Here's another. The proliferation of Shake Shack and the cheese sauce. The cheese sauce. I've heard about this. I've not heard about this. Ryland, have you been to Shake Shack before? That is something Colorado is also being deprived of. I recently went for the first time. How did and you I gotta do agree. it? You get bootleg did, Shake Shack? No, they just they just got one. Oh recently. hell yeah! Yeah, they opened one up and it's so good. And they dipped a burger in cheese sauce. Well, they they offer cheese fries, and the fries themselves are like fries you would get from a school cafeteria. But that cheese sauce does add a lot to it, so it was pretty good. Describe it to me. Paint me a flavor picture. Okay, okay. So imagine. <laughs> um, you go to a movie theater, right? All right, I'm there. You go to the nachos, and you get mm. that cheese sauce that's in the nachos. That's so gross. Okay. I love it. <laughs> so there's that. Then you make it hot, you make it wet, and then you pour it on, on fries. Bam. What? It's very good. No I know, seasoning? I, no special Michael Secret stuff? Well, maybe this person's talking about something else, but the cheese sauce that I had was just like yellow cheese. It was more <laughs> liquidy. It was okay. more liquidy than nacho cheese. I don't know what it was, but it was good. I'll go ahead and say it. You know, Shake Shack could probably take a cheese page out of someone else's cheese book. Not someone. It's Chipotle. They perfected queso, you no. guys. I'll go ahead and say what? no one's what? done it better. What? They changed the queso game over there at Chipotle. No. What yes. oh are God. you talking about? It's the queso heard around the world. We're all buying it. We're all having it for <laughs> breakfast, for lunch, and dinner. Hey, Gabe, you got anything else? Fry pods. Okay. What are these? Y'all know about huh? fry pods? 
Uh, uh, the the pods that flies lay their eggs in. <laughs> nope, fry pods fry, with an fry R. pods. Let me paint mm. you a flavor picture, Rylan. Okay, so you got your order of fries from X fast food chain. Like an American, you pull out the container of fries and you plop that there container of fries down into your cup holder. Only there's one problem. You got a rectangle shaped fry box and it's just clunking and clanking and clomping all over your cup holders. It won't go in there. And you know what? You got a salty fry mess all down by the feet at your Pontiac G6 <laughs> and you look like an idiot and your girlfriend's looking at you just like, what did I do with my life to get to this point? This fool doesn't know what he's doing over here with these fries. And you got your dipping sauce out and you already pulled off the little covered container thing, but you got nowhere to put that either. So it's in your eyes and you slam your foot down reflexively onto the gas pedal and you shoot you and your girlfriend right through a blockbuster and you guys made an early grave rewind you order your fries they hand you your bag of fast food you pull out your container of fries this time baby is it a fry pod you slip it oh so tenderly down into that cup holder and it fits like a Love, baby. And you pop off the top of that fry pod and it's got a built in holder for your dipping sauce. And you plop that sauce in there. You look at your girlfriend. You give her a little wink. You dip a fry in the sauce. You put it right in her mouth. And she goes, I, I just wrote you a check for a million dollars. <laughs> I went into big, big debt to write you this check and I had to pull out a lot of credit cards and I'm in hot water with a lot of bad people. And here you go. I love you so much, baby. And that's the power of fry pods. Is this a specifically a Burger King thing? I think it's specifically a Burger King thing. Okay. They trademarked and patented it. Wow. So I guess I should have disclaimed that. That's a kind of a hard pill to swallow. Mm -hmm. Frypod, such a beautiful innovation in fast food technology. However, it is attached to one of my least favorite <laughs> fast food brands of all time. Do you mind if we do real quick talk about last week we requested people Instagram us their self-care. And someone did submit a self-care that is fast food related. Gabe, would you read that back? Read back from the notes, please, Gabe. Hot Dog Friday. <laughs> okay, what That's, is that? What does that mean? Hot Dog Friday. Hot Dog Friday. What, Cam, you seem to have a, a connection to this. What is it? I'm glad you asked, Dylan. Oh. Ryland? That's, That's right. I'm glad you guys asked. <laughs> In the 1980s, two men... We're sitting in a bowling alley, asking themselves, what is the source of all the pain and suffering in the world? They said, it must be the discord. It must be the chaos. If only we could understand this, then we could solve all the hurt in the world. And then time froze, and a chimpanzee with a scroll in one hand and a flame in the other appeared to them <laughs> and heralded the entrance of Eris, the Greek goddess of chaos, who transcribed to them psychically instantly the Principia Discordia, one of the number one best A1 uh, religious texts you can ever read. And if you're celebrating Hot Dog Friday, then you probably already know all about these. The Five Commandments of the Principia Discordia. Or as it's also known, the Pentabarf. And they read as thusly. 
and I highly recommend this religion to everybody. Number one, there is no goddess but goddess and she is your goddess. There is no Eresian movement but the Eresian movement and is the Eresian movement and every golden apple core is the beloved home of a golden worm. Two, a Discordian shall always use the official Discordian document numbering system. Three, a Discordian is required during his early illumination to go off alone and partake joyously of a hot dog on a Friday. This devotion ceremony to remonstrate against the popular paganisms of the day. Catholic Christianism, no meat on Friday. Judaism, no meat of pork. Hindu principles, no meat of beef. Of Buddhists, no meat of animal. And of Discordians, no hot dog buns. Four, a Discordian shall partake of no hot dog buns. For such was the solace of our goddess when she was confronted with the original snub. Five, a Discordian is prohibited from believing what he reads. Great book, you guys. PDF available on the internet. It's a real fun read. I highly recommend it. That was... Hi, what are we talking about? (laughs) I mean, I... Cam is always saying, Rylan only listens to one-third of the things that I say. And you know, I'm surprised I comprehend that much. I'm with you, buddy. The Principia Discordia (laughs) is a religious text that was written in the 80s. And it is like a post-Dada artistic idea of a theoretical religion. It's great fun, you guys. It's a really good time. <laughs> a plus good time. Uh, so you eat hot dogs on Friday. That's pretty cool. All right. Uh, we got a voicemail or anything? Uh, yeah. We did ask people to call in and talk about their worst fast food experience, contrary to all of our written submissions that Gabe Dunn hath read for us. So we got a voicemail about someone's worst fast food experience. Hey there. Calling about the fast food experience. A few weeks ago, I went to the doctor and the doctor and I were talking about vaccinations, and um, she asked me, do you travel to any third world countries? I said, no. And she asked me, do you eat fast food? I said, enough, more than I'd like to admit. And she said, well, yes, let's go ahead and get you vaccinated for hepatitis A, uh, because apparently coming in contact with a fast food worker's feces via your Big Mac is enough of a reason to get vaccinated for hepatitis A. Wow, uh, this is really scary. Well, it's also interesting. It's the first call we've gotten from a Canadian. I can tell that uh, you're Canadian because you have a Canadian doctor because they were saying, well, we got to... We gotta vaccinate you for hepatitis, eh? No. <laughs> oh yeah, if you're eating fast food, you got a real good no. chance of getting hepatitis, eh? Stop. I'm just happy to have an international influence. Is all I'm trying to say. Thank you. Welcome, neighbor to the north. Uh, I mean, wh- welcome, welcome to the podcast. But <laughs> I, I'm still so confused about all of these untied loose ends. How is your doctor so certain that you were eating? The feces of a fast food worker? I do feel like this doctor maybe watched too many episodes of House and was getting a little carried away. Because if (laughs) eating at fast food is enough to get you hepatitis A, then we should all be vaccinated for it. They should be handing out vaccines (laughs) every place you go. Do they not vaccinate people for hepatitis like regularly? I don't think I've ever been vaccinated for it. And I've gotten, I had to get vaccines for school. I don't. 
don't think it was hepatitis. Maybe it was. Mm. I don't know, doctors. I'll dog. take any vaccine you hand me. Just hand it over. I'll take it. I don't really ask questions. Mm-hmm. Cam is the extreme opposite end of the spectrum of anti-vaxxers. Cam eats vaccines just while he's watching cartoons. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, uh, listener, we are so sorry that you got, got hepatitis. No, That's not I, what I, it does, he didn't say that works. he got it. We're so sorry that you <laughs> ate a bunch of hepatitis. <laughs> the story is not what happened. Just focus on Chipotle in the future. Thank you very much. LifePile officially endorses the product and company that is known as Chipotle LLC. We're never going to get any advertising. (laughs) Let's put it that way. So you guys, we all love fast food. We love the snacks. We love the treats. We love the drinks. We love the shakes. We love the fries. We love the whatever. That stuff doesn't happen by magic. Who's making sure that food gets into our hot... Hungry little paws. On wipers. That's the mascots. That's right, Ryland. <laughs> so I wanted to detail some of my favorite mascots or just what I consider the most interesting mascots in fast food history. Yay. I want to start with an old favorite, the Chick-fil-A cows. These are those lovable cows who work at Chick-fil-A and beg for their lives on every (laughs) Chick-fil-A piece of advertising. They are on calendars. I really loved my cow superhero themed calendar that I had when I was a tween. I, this was a really dysphoric moment for me when I was 13, my very first job, I was the Chick-fil-A cow. Oh, yeah, (laughs) that's adorable. It was rough because, uh, they say never meet your heroes that nobody ever tells you anything (laughs) about becoming your heroes. So that was bizarre, but also it's a giant furry cow costume and they've got a fan built into the head to cool you off. And that big sweaty bovine. And, Mine never had batteries in the fan. So I would every time I took it off, it was like I had been swimming. Oh I was just drenched in my own liquids. How old were you? I was 13 because it was the only place in town that would hire a 13-year-old to do an hourly job, which I previously thought was an illegal thing to do. And it technically counts as going to church, right? Yep. Yep. You die. St. Peter counts all your time at Chick-fil-A as time (laughs) at church, right? Pretty sure. Yes. Wow. I've been to church way more than I thought then. My next mascot. This was a little bit before my time. So y'all might know it because you guys are much older than I am. (laughs) You know, the Noid. Yeah. I know that you got, you got to avoid the Noid. To those who don't know, was a mascot for Domino's Pizza. That is Domino's for you non-Italians. And they made this (laughs) promise in the 80s that they would deliver you your pizza guaranteed in under 30 minutes. Or you would get a $3 discount on your pizza. This resulted in countless accidents, multiple deaths, (gasps) and over $50 million in wrongful death lawsuits against Domino's and the eventual discontinuation of the Noid, which was a silly little gremlin demon type mascot that was always trying to thwart Domino's from getting that tasty, delicious pizza to its customers. 
The Noid. <laughs> the Noid also had like a video game from what I understand. Yeah. And made some appearances in Michael Jackson's short film films, <laughs> Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. But The Noid, oh, ultimately a harbinger of death. Yeah. Is he in prison now? Did they lock yeah, him the, up? The Noid is for sure in prison. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the Noid, he's the one who's got like a big furry body and big red eyes in the center of his chest. And he's got a big, big nope. furry wings like nope, a moth. Nope, 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 kind of looks like about... a mixture of a moth and a nope, man. That's nope. the Noid, right? This is a different harbinger <laughs> of death that we're talking about. Nope, nope, nope. God, now I want pizza. <laughs> All right. So I do have one additional mascot for you guys. You guys ever heard of mcdonald's no what? no what what is that these are a chain of burger retailers and they got a happy lovable mascot named ronald mm. he is a clown he brings joy to every girl and boy and we love him but he's really boring. He's a part of a huge Mick universe, you guys, that encompasses McDonald land, a beautiful, fantastical place that includes many landmarks like French fry bush groves or Filet-O-Fish Lake or apple pie forests or milkshake volcanoes and hamburger patches. And there is a host of delightful beings that inhabit McDonald land. We're going to get into some of them now, such as Ron. Ronald's dog Sunday, a vaguely humanoid dog that can speak English and suffers no. from depression. What? No. Yeah. Why haven't I heard of this? Because Sunday only appears in specific old vintage McDonald's oh, campaigns and advertisements. Sick. Yeah, he oh. looks deeply sick. His facial features are organized in a insane way. And we will put up a visual reference for this, hopefully, on Instagram, <laughs> I if him. I can remember. He's clinging to a ceiling fan. What is this dog? And an additional character in this universe. We've got Officer Bill. Big Mac. He is the mayor's right-hand man and chief of police. This is the namesake for the most famous burger on the planet, that is Earth. And he seems to have no problem with people eating burgers, his own race, but just <laughs> wants people to do so legally. Okay, we got Mayor McCheese. He is a largely political puppet of Ronald's. He smiles, shakes hands, makes appearances, but seems to have absolutely no interest in making policy changes of any sort. We got Birdie. Oh yeah. One day, a giant egg fell from the sky into <laughs> McDonald land. Ronald hugged it for an entire night till the morning when it hatched and out walked Birdie. She is the patron saint of breakfast foods at McDonald's. We got the Fry Kids. This is when things start to turn, you guys. Originally named the Goblins. These kids are those characters you may remember from our childhood. They resemble koosh balls with legs and little eyeballs on them. Oh, yeah. They were renamed the Fry Guys to seem more friendly and were later named the fry kids after the addition of the fry girls. The main motivation of the fry kids, the fry guys, the fry girls or the goblins is to <laughs> eat other people's fries. McDonald land even has a cautionary song about the fry kids that tells kids to keep an eye on your fries. <laughs> We've got captain crook. Wait, what? An old sea captain <gasps> who washed up in McDonald land and teamed up with a Hamburglar, his sole purpose in life being 
to steal a filet fish sandwich. We got Grimace, whose former name was Evil Grimace. <laughs> Give you a hint. He was a not good guy. He had four arms, loved to steal milkshakes. He had two lesbian aunts named Millie and Tilly, and one uncle named Uncle O'Grimacy, who you guessed it, is an upsetting Irish stereotype version of Grimace with green fur, a fedora, and a shillelagh who visits McDonald land once a year to bestow shamrock shakes on the citizens. And in the 70s, the McDonald's corporation removed two of Grimace's arms and made him nice. That is so weird. We've got the Hamburglar. Full name, Hamilton B. Urgler. He was originally called the Lone Jogger and wore a t-shirt that said the Lone Jogger. I have no idea what that's a reference to. Was he originally a serial killer? I, I guess like, hey, so. Doesn't there's it? something about you that sells burgers. Come work for me, killer. Right. He had stringy hair, an old wrinkled face, and a hooked nose, and looked like an evil troll who, as we all know, would burgle people for their burgers. Mm. He couldn't say any other words besides robble, 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 and Captain Crook was the only one who could understand him and often had to interpret for Hamilton B. Urgler. He mm, was mm, then mm. turned... I'm hungry! Mm, mm. He was then turned into a red-haired child burglar who could speak English and it was mostly good, but still harbored a penchant for the burgers. However, recently Hamburglar has been reimagined as a hot scruffy (laughs) 30 something wearing some kind of H and M conception of what a burglar's outfit is. I'm not saying you should look him up or that he makes me horny. I'm simply (laughs) saying that this is a fact that I wanted to put out there. Okay. I'm also not saying that they recently made Chuck E. Cheese into a hot skater boy. And I have not made long drunk impassioned speeches about what I'd let him do to me with his tail. Cause that is not the kind of girl I am. These are just facts that I'm presenting for you guys <laughs> wait the new burglar is hot but Chuck E. cheese is still a mouse and <laughs> i thought he was gonna be some sexy human okay then everything <laughs> came to a halt in mcdonald land in the early 70s ronald mcdonald was sued by hr puffin stuff a silly mayor with a very large head who presided over a fanciful world inhabited by anthropomorphic plants and magic animals who bore a striking resemblance to Mayor McCheese, who was conceived after Puffin Stuff had a television show made about him. Puffin Stuff took Ronald McDonald to the United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, where Ronald was found guilty of copyright infringement based on extrinsic and intrinsic tests used to determine substantial similarity, resulting in a total award of $1,044,000 being paid by Ronald to Mayor Puffin Stuff. And by the mid-1980s, everyone in McDonaldland Kingdom had all but vanished from the face of the earth. When a concerned journalist contacted McDonald's corporate communications and social responsibility team lead, Julie Potbaum, about the whereabouts of the kingdom, her verbatim answer was this. Mayor McCheese and his friends are indeed alive and well, enjoying life in McDonald land. Ronald McDonald has taken over the mayor's responsibilities (laughs) since being appointed chief happiness officer. Ronald McDonald remains front and center 
And he reminds us of the kid that lives in all of us. So McDonald land, living it, leaving it. What are we doing? You guys? Wow. There wasn't an election. This sounds like there's some sort of, you know, we're supposed to have balancing of the three branches and Ronald McDonald is just doing whatever he wants. Ryland, do you have a death wish? It's very obvious. A military coup. He used to shut a corporation. We love our sovereign leader, Ronald McDonald, Ryland. Anybody who had any objection has already been disappeared. <laughs> Is this really the hornet's nest you want to kick? Grimace used to be a revolutionary, and then they cut two of his arms <laughs> off. That is fucking real. You know, I've heard about that lobotomy where they uh, they sever your uh, prefrontal cortex and they also take off both your arms. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> I know this is an audio format, but I found this candid snapshot of McDonald Land, and I just wanted you guys to look at this and look in the eyes of each character and ask yourself <laughs> if any one of these guys can be the last thing you see alive. Yes. Yes. Ronald McDonald is hungry for blood. Who's that? You can see that it scientist in, in there. Yeah, there is a gnome scientist <laughs> straight out of the lab. For, for the sake of time, I did decide to cut the professor out of my initial pitch for this mm. segment but if you guys want i can <laughs> he go knows about it it's the oh. professor i <laughs> have to know about the professor i'm a learned man the professor is a background character and he didn't seem to have a lot of say in the workings of mcdonald land he was kind of just a bumbling side piece who would appear whenever ronald needed help with something of course we all remember the horrible incident with the cookie machine where the McDonald's cookie machine was producing cookies upside down. Oh my god. And they had no idea how to fix it. All these cookies were were upside down. The characters uh. looked completely silly until the professor came along with his big old wrench and he did fix that machine and put it right side up. He I think had also trouble speaking English. The professor was one of the first characters to get weeded out. That's cool that McDonald's had an open hiring policy. They were down if you couldn't even speak English. That was cool, man. Yes, I guess. Or is it a reflection on Mayor McCheese and his entire disregard for the education system in McDonald's uh, land? Dylan? Mm. Dylan? Oh, it's Mayor McDonald. It's Mayor McDonald now. (laughs) It was never any Mayor McCheese. It's Mayor McDonald, okay? I I think that I want to live here. I think you got me. I mean, those little kids. Yes, me too. I love to live in McDonald land. Yes, Ryland. We all love McDonald land. Thank you, Mayor McDonald. I as well. And if I were playing the devil's advocate in a purely hypothetical way, why in the hell would you want to live in McDonald land asking for a friend? Obviously not me. Hypothetical. Yes, of course, none of us would say something crazy like that, but that's hypothetically what a crazy person would say. And that's something to think about. What do you like about it? A, a world where a police officer and a <laughs> burglar can get along. I mean, he he couldn't help what he was born into. His last name is Urgler. You know, what are you going to? do with that okay you can't get a job you're gonna be the lone jogger of course i if i walked into this world would hope to apprentice with the lone urgler and uh uh, the lone what jogger i but i don't want to be a jogger i want to be a walker please or a stander the lone stander i think my biggest qualm with mcdonald land is it stopped what are we doing in 2018? Who are our mascots now? Colonel Sanders? 
S. Truett Kathy from Chick-fil-A, Wendy, who, by the way, was the fourth daughter of Dave Thomas. What kind of mascot is it? Anyways, I want a DQCU. I want a Dairy Queen Cinematic Universe. (laughs) (laughs) I want a host of Frosty Queens and Blizzard Nights. I I want a hard shell. Lone Ranger to go on a quest across the frozen tundra in order to save a civilization is there's no romance. There's no magic anymore. Yeah. I mean, the silver lining of these missing mascots is that we are not trying to brainwash children into eating the worst food that they can eat. So that's that's a benefit. Oh, my God. You're right, Ryland. We don't need a cinematic universe for those garbage brands. We need to be lifting up the best of us. We need to be creating a CCU, baby. A Chipotle cinematic universe. King Pinto Beam. Sergeant General Sofridas. Guardians of the Chipotleverse. Yes. <laughs> they protect the universe from the evils of hepatitis, eh? Yes. And norovirus. Remember when, mm-hmm. sh- when I'll go ahead and I'll address the elephant in the room. Okay. Right. Chipotle yeah. valiantly defended us from the norovirus <laughs> that was seeking to wipe out our great nation. And they said no. And they put their foot down and we're all better for it. <laughs> After causing it. And in 2017, they did that sequel where norovirus won. But then in 2019, you know, Chipotle guardians are going to win again. So it's really, thank you for the norovirus. It's about the character arc, right, mm-hmm. Kim? Correct. You got it right. Right on the nose. Okay. So <laughs> McDonald land. It's a leave it from me. Chipotle Cinematic Universe is a huge live it. It's a green light. It's an Oscar nom. I would like to tell Mayor McDonald that McDonald Land is a big live it for me. And yes, I do know Dylan Bergassa. And stop. Turn off the wrenches. Stop electrocuting my balls. I'll admit it. He doesn't love McDonald Land. I heard him confess to heresy. Spare me. No, spare me, please. Yeah, I've got enough political drama in my life already. I'm going to have to leave it. Good job, Rylan. Welcome to the rebellion. (laughs) We're working from the outside now, baby. Didn't know this podcast was a couple of Jedis and one stormtrooper, but now I know. Oh, just like the reboot. Rylan, do you got a segment for us, my friend? I sure do, guys. I've gathered together some oddities that you maybe haven't heard of in the fast food world, and we're going to do a little bit of a game, and it's called Faster Pass. Okay? (gasps) So fast means, give it to me fast. I want it right now. Faster, faster, harder, harder. Pass means, um, (laughs) no, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. I'm going to pass on that. I've played this game before, I feel. (laughs) All right. Let's go. (laughs) All right. Faster Pass, to get it started. 
did. We have in Pizza Hut Korea the Star Edge Pizza. It is a pizza that has shrimp, calamari, bacon, steak, sausage, and then the crust is filled with dessert cream. Okay, so it is cranberry or cinnamon apple nut and cream cheese filling. Oh my god, you had me so hard at the surf and turf center of this pizza. It's a pass dessert shrimp i know it's so gross sounding cam you gonna faster pass this one baby i don't even have an option because my subconscious fasted it i couldn't oh, even no. my, oh, I, Cam. like it i i know that i have a submerged memory now that's going to come out in a therapy session but i have no <laughs> clue what you said so i am traumatized and i'm terrified of the prospect of you saying it again but it is a fast 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 run 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 go 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 get out get out run this run, rift run. is widening there are a few of us that are gonna be on the right side of this history at the end of the podcast and someone that's gonna be on the wrong side of history i don't know if you're planning on doing it but ryland can you tell us if you're gonna faster pass oh i have to pass this this sounds okay. disgusting uh, cream cheese filling with shrimp yeah no thanks blah, blah. okay Ugh, coming it's up gonna be so oh wait 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 fast means i eat it yeah a yeah fast is when i know you don't it's eat. confusing because fast i yeah i know but i, I don't know wordplay better than this a fast is when you but don't so eat what did you thing. think wait so what did you think pass was cam like pass it into my pass it to me quick Honestly, pass it through my system ryland i feel like you do these segments and then cam listens to about 30 percent of it and he just says whatever the fuck he wants afterwards uh, <laughs> sorry cam but you're stuck eating that you no. Said no fast. fucking way in hell. Fast I told you it was a trauma. I didn't want to do it again. You couldn't explain the rules to me when I told you how right, no, much so you didn't want to do it. Shovel down some cinnamon <laughs> apple steak shrimp. I wish I would have fasted and then I wouldn't have eaten any of this. If only I'd choose to fast. Up next, we have Kentucky Fried Chicken KFC Fried Chicken Scented Bath Bombs. Oh. That you drop into your tub. These were given away in Japan so people could take a KFC flavored bath. Oh no. Now, there's only one thing that's going to happen after you get out of a bath bomb bath. And I don't know that I want my body to be Kentucky Fried flavored <laughs> for that experience. It's going to be a pass. Uh, you think it would lead to cannibalism too quickly? Exactly. Mm, yeah, that is dangerous. I think I would pair better with a creamy cashew sauce. <laughs> Cam, are you going to fast or pass? Fast means I want it. Pass means I don't. <laughs> I plead the fifth. All, All right. right. Sounds like a fast to me. Coming up next, we got Tim Horton's Buffalo Latte. Wow, that is the craziest <laughs> series of words I've ever heard. Ryland, are you a faster pass on the bath bomb real quick? Uh, I think I have to fast it. I just want to try it. I want to try smelling like chicken. Okay, so. you're not going to like drink it, though. No, 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 no. Uh, my girlfriend will do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's that Atlantis Morissette song. I love your dirty bath water i love this fantasy world where ryland has never smelled like chicken before (laughs) 
So it's a buffalo milkshake? Yeah, Tim Horton's Buffalo Latte. It's freshly brewed espresso, steamed milk, mocha, and bold buffalo sauce flavor. This came out in Buffalo, New York. Faster pass, Dylan. You are taking my arm, you're cranking it 90 degrees, (laughs) you're putting it behind my back, and you're shoving me down a driveway. My brand is Buffalo Wings. Mm -hmm. And now I have to go and renege on that and say no it's a pass again because i feel like my butt will fall off if i drink (laughs) buffalo sauce flavored coffee it's a no well you know i hate to be a contrarian but i gotta say fast on this only because i was so relieved when i realized that the buffalo Latte is not buffalo the way Rocky Mountain oysters are oysters. Because my first thought Mm. is there's some buffalo product in here. And I was so relieved to hear that it's buffalo sauce that I was just like, oh, thank God. And I took a big old gup (laughs) fast. Sidebar, y'all ever done Rocky Mountain oysters? I haven't. Not to my memory. My boy, you done done? Absolutely not. And if either of you had said yes, I would have had to discontinue this pure program. So I'm glad we can keep doing life. Use every piece of the animal. That's what's right. Well. All right. Okay, so up next we have Burger King's Valentine's Day adult meal, which included a toy (gasps) such as a blindfold a feather duster or a head massager (laughs) this came out in israel so (laughs) faster pass okay do i get to know what the food is or do i just know what the toys <laughs> come is? on we're not buying it for the food baby You're once right. you put the blindfold okay, so on I'll... someone sticks their foot in your mouth just instantly <laughs> well i hate that my first fast is going to be on a non-edible product but i guess i'll buy whatever sewage burger king is selling so that i can fast track that mm. head massager on my head i love those little tingles Cam, do you want a sexual experience with a Burger King toy? <laughs> I think I gotta pass. What? Because the mere existence of this tells me that there is a meeting at some corporate McDonald's office. Where they went, I don't get it. These kids used to spend all their money at McDonald's. Now that they're in their 20s and their 30s, they're not buying McDonald's anymore. What's different? What's changed? The formula, sir, hasn't. What's going on? Well, you know, they used to get a toy in the box. Yeah, 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 but you can't give adults toys. So what do we do? Wait a minute, sir. Shut up, you're just a janitor. No, sir, I... I have an idea. You piece of shit, you hit empty the trash cans. Who the fuck do you think you are? No! I have an idea, and you need to hear it. There's adult toys, and it's a whole new kind of Happy Meal. A wink. Buy this man a yacht. (laughs) 
so that was a pass. Yes. Yeah, because I, I can't get uh, turned on when I'm thinking about that story. Is it not obvious how obsessively I'm thinking about that scene? I can't get hot yeah. or hard or aroused in this situation. It's miserable. I'm obsessing about it. Taco Bell has played a big part in my relationship so far, and I would feel weird including Burger King into this as well. I don't need a menage a quattro, menage a quattro. Uh, so I'm I'm backing out of it. I got a pass. Next up, we got pumpkin spice French fries. So in Japan, they already have chocolate covered French fries. They added pumpkin spice to it for Halloween. Fast. Fast. And me fast. That sounds so gross. I'm so proud to say this is my first real product. I am a big proponent of going to Wendy's, otherwise known as Dave Thomas's fourth daughter, and taking her fries that she made for me and putting them in my Frosty, uh, chocolate flavored, obvi. Mm -hmm. And this seems like a natural extension of that. You know what? I do the same thing. I, I didn't connect those dots. Just the pumpkin spice threw me off. I think I'm with you. I'm going to fast it too, baby. Welcome to the fold. I got to jump on this bandwagon and say fast as well. Yes. Yeah. Because already in the 90s, I had a little Japanese company called Sony come over to me and say, hey, you know those two VHS tapes that Blockbuster has for the Titanic? Well, instead of taping together two VHS tapes with a rubber band, you'd have one little piece of shiny disc, and it'll have your whole movie on it and some extra commentary. And I said, BS, Japan. I don't think you know what you're talking about. I said, pass. And I'm not going to make that mistake twice. Fast, fast, fast. Let me try these chocolate pumpkin fries. Uh, Dylan, you might already know about this, but Burger King apparently made a flame-grilled perfume that they released in Japan. (laughs) So I guess it's, again, the the bath bomb, but this time you just spray it on. You skip the bath altogether. Also, real quick, why the hell would you think that I knew about that already? (laughs) It's very rude. (laughs) I'm monitoring savory meat flavored perfumes in Japan that's just something Dylan keeps track of I don't know for some reason you and this perfume are fused in my mind Uh, I hate that but it cost $41 but that price included a whopper so you go buy this perfume for 41 bucks and you get a whopper oh well in that case I only spent $40 on the perfume It's a pass. Yeesh. This is hand in hand with the bath bomb. Dylan, in Ryland's mind's eye, you smell like delicious charbroiled meat. Great. <laughs> Cam, what's your verdict? Pass. Pass on everything. <laughs> Me pass out right now. Why won't I pass out? Why is this still happening? I'm going to have to fast on this just because I oh love the idea gosh. of having a little glass round ball that says Burger King on it that I can keep on my shelf. Next up, I have KFC's phone charging chicken box. So <laughs> in India... I do not know how this works, okay? I didn't Google further, but in India, they made a box of chicken that you could... It had a USB port on it, and you could plug it in, and I guess there's a battery in there? I don't know, because it charges your phone somehow. So, sounds pretty useful. I didn't Google further should be the name of our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I will never not derive joy from corporations being like, oh, we don't know. We don't know what to do. We do not know what to do to advertise to the youth. So we're just 
going to crowbar in like youth culture wherever we can stuff it. Like put emojis on the chicken nuggets. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can we do meme soda? Is that what? Yeah. What if we... What if we did a dab every time we served people a milkshake? Oh, no. It's like they're just anywhere they can fit. And they're like, oh, the the teens love cell phones. What if we made a burger box that did cell phones? (laughs) It's super funny. And, uh... You know, depending on what time of day it is, I'm going to need to charge my phone. It's a fast. <laughs> He's fasting. Fasting. See, Dylan, I agree with you so much. It is a desperation for the youth culture. But I find that unnerving because these mm. are the number one corporations in the world. Mm-hmm. They are ubiquitous and mm-hmm. persistent mm-hmm. like rats. Mm. And if you're on a cruise ship. Mm. And all the rats start panicking mm. and doing whatever they can, scrambling to survive. Mm. That's pretty unnerving. What's going on with the mm. ship? Why are the rats freaked out? Mm. So when I see these companies going like, oh, 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 how do we stay relevant to the teens? They need tweet power. Let me help them tweet. I got my chicken box full of tweet power. I'm relevant. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this whole ship sinking? What's going on? pass i don't like it i i think i'm gonna have to fast on this just because i yes. like the idea of carrying a kfc box in my backpack wherever i go <laughs> pulling it out and then plugging my phone in once it gets low oh yes i would love that cool well that's i i could do one more whatever what whatever i'll fucking do it okay no. the pizza hut in singapore we started with the pizza let's end with the pizza okay so we got the double decker pizza Let's start with a pizza and let's put chicken, pepperoni, and bell peppers on it. All right. Then what do we do? We put a pizza on top of that pizza. And we put Edom cheese, Edom cheese? I don't know. It's hard cheese from the Netherlands. That's one thing that I did Google. Uh, We put turkey. We put zucchini. We put tomato. We put a tangy mango mayonnaise (laughs) onto this pizza on top of a pizza. You're going to fast or pass? Oh, Boy, this was the how to get away with murder. This was the scant. This was the Grey's Anatomy of pizzas. I was up. I was down. I was laughing. I was crying. I'm just going to live tweet my thoughts to you guys. First thought, obviously, way too many vegetables. Second thought, love some exotic cheese. Third thought, I love someone who can get creative with meat and bring something to the table I'm not used to having in pizza experience. I'm going to say fast. I think I can pick off all of those vegetables in a reasonable amount of time. So uh, Mm -hmm. then I can finally have the pizza of my dreams fast. Get it in me. Okay, I'm faster pass. Guys, if you put a pizza on top of another pizza, it's just an open face calzone. And I don't need that in my life. Pass. Mm. I'm really glad that we don't do the whole food genre thing on this podcast because that... Ooh, that gets me riled up. Okay. Uh, so, like you have a lot of opinions? Nope. Uh, moving on. I don't like this pizza. I'm going to have to pass. Are you having internet fights about food genres? <laughs> Wait. Yeah. I know. If he's getting riled up, that means he's fighting with strangers on the internet about it, which means you have had internet fights about food genres. I've never seen Ryland freeze up like he just did and forego a discussion about something questionable like pizza. 
What's uh, your emotional investment in this? Oh, it's so it can go so many places forever and ever. And he knows because he's in so many internet fights about this. Please. It can, it can go from his pizza a sandwich, an open face sandwich, to his cough syrup a soup. <laughs> and I'm not going there. Oh my god. Okay, so we need to have an additional podcast adjacent to Life Pile that's just dedicated to food, is what you're saying. Yes. Is is a glass bottle full of grape a gusher? No, it's a <laughs> Oh, no. well, people would disagree. A fucking pair at least. Oh my god, I'm just scraping the surface, and I am hooked into whatever yes. drama this is. This has to be a full Please episode. Please bring me life pile bites, or like rye rye bites, or like bite pile, or life something. bites. Sandwich rice, sandwich rice on rice. rye. All right, well, that's my segment. Faster <laughs> pass. It's time for the lightning round, y'all. Mm. We've done a deep dive and learned more than we wanted to about fast food. So now these professional and licensed, don't forget we are licensed, don't try this at home, lifestylists are going to pitch our fast food franchise, okay? And the secret banker investor will give the winning prize a one billion dollar investment okay isn't that right mr baker oh that's right (laughs) yes i'm anonymous and i have billions of dollars and i'm gonna invest in the winner here tonight which will be selected by me and not by camden isn't that right camden that's right mr baker all right. All right. Thank you for coming tonight. So uh, just so everything's nice and fair, I'm going to go first. Just so you guys see how good a franchise can be. All right. Americans love, what do they love? Chicken sandwiches. And they love fast, casual dining experiences. Okay. It's not just fast food because it creates an experience, an ambiance. All right. That goes above and beyond fast food. It's fast, casual. Okay. But what are Americans not getting in their fast casual experience? French dining. I give to you Tweeties. Okay? It's a fast casual dining experience where people are served the Ortolan. Okay? And just to give you a little excerpt from Wikipedia on the Ortolan. From the Wine Spectator. For centuries, a rite of passage for French gourmets was the eating of the ortolan. These tiny birds, captured alive, force-fed, then drowned in armagnac, it's kind of like a brandy, were roasted whole and eaten that way, bones and all, while the diner draped his head with a linen, linen napkin to preserve the precious aromas and some believe... To hide from God. Now think about this. I've seen this prepared and eaten a bunch of times. And I always see it made one bird at a time. And that's like a whole bottle of booze on one songbird, okay? I figure I get a 15-gallon pot, all right? Or a 30-gallon pot in the back of my restaurant. I get... 15 gallons of songbirds alive. I get 15 gallons of brandy. I can drown them all at once. (laughs) I sell them at a discount. I've got fast, casual French dining, Tweeties, and the mascot is Tweety Bird. I thought I saw Putty Ted. Please don't eat me. (laughs) Okay. 
boom, American classic, just like that. This is how the cheeseburgers get made, boys and girls. Okay, three things, Cam. One, I think it's nuts out that you say you've seen this dish prepared several times. <laughs> I don't know what you've been up to, but I've never in my life, and I don't plan on ever, so that's wild. Uh, secondly... I think what we've learned from all of my mascot research is that if you're going to make a mascot, they've got to be absolutely, wholly, completely devoted to obstructing your product's production. Mm. Think Mm. about the Noid. Didn't want pizza made. If you think about the Hamburglar trying to steal those burgers, Captain Crook trying to steal the fish fillets, the Fry Kids trying to steal the fries. So that would be my second piece of advice. My third piece of advice. I think that you could turn that Tweety around to make it like protesting the product, make Tweety sad and crying, uh, being like, oh my God, all my brothers and sisters, I hate this product. And my (laughs) third thing, Cam, even if this restaurant does not come to fruition, I think you dropped an insanely good piece of advice there, which is that all fast food restaurant attendees need to be draping their heads with napkins in order to hide from God. That is just anyone who's ever went into a fast food place. We are, we are all uh, committing atrocities before the Lord. So let's start pumping out those modesty they napkins. They should provide those really big napkins. Yeah. Cam, you know where you lost me uh, when you said French food, okay? That sounds nasty <laughs> as hell. French don't know how to cook. They use words I don't know. Oh. And uh, it's way too fancy way too oil e uh way too wino get out of here with that i want american i want to point out that ryland doesn't seem to think that eating an entire bird bones and all including the beak is nasty enough to point out he just thinks the french are nasty (laughs) It's the French he has a problem with. He'll eat a bird bones and all every day. I mean, French and eating a bird bones a bone a ball that that goes hand in hand. Okay, all right. What you call it? You call it an egg. I call it an egg. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> tomatoes and tomatoes. <laughs> Dylan, do you want to pitch your restaurant or? Uh... It's all you, baby B. Okay, so where do we want? to get food but we can't go all the time the carnival okay carnival food has the best food all right they got churros they got funnel cake they got every fucking food you would want to eat and it's all very good okay so i'm making a place it's called churro king yeah we're married to the dairy. And uh, so we got churros. We got funnel cake. Also, we're going to have special sodas there. Okay, very unique flavors. I'm having apple soda there. I'm having a uh, pineapple soda. I don't like pineapple, but I know some people will, will come for that. Cranberry soda. All those sodas that you can't find anywhere else, you're coming to find it at Churro King. Okay, but also, we got one very healthy option. It's, uh, what is that thing called? The thing where you uh, drink and that's all you need for the day soylent we have soylent because that there needs to be a place that just sells me that okay so i could just get all my nutrients and then get a churro on the side (laughs) hell yeah okay churro king get your nutrients and love it while you do cam 
a quick aside, that came out like a waterfall. And I just want to call T for time. Look at the ref. Make a little like ear tug motion. Ryland has absolutely thought about this challenge before. <laughs> and I just want to say that is low key cheating to be like, I've conceived of Churro King's logo before we even recorded this podcast. So that's something yeah, to consider. The audience can't see the video feed, which I can. And he definitely pulled out a very thick manila folder and sort of referencing it. There's a lot of like graphic designs already been done here. Guys, I'm sorry that you decided to do a podcast with an entrepreneur. All right. But that was your choice. Okay, drag me through the mud. <laughs> so do you guys like it? Do you, I mean, is it just that indefeatable? I mean, it's, it's stunning. It's perfect. And I would go there and I'm giving you my money as soon oh, as I can. Yes. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you. It kind of twists yeah. like an M. Night Shyamalan film. <laughs> because... At first, I was like, this is just more evidence that Ryland is a serial killer because his mm-hmm. favorite place to eat food is the carnival. <laughs> and then right after the second act, suddenly it was just a really nice churro shop. That sounds kind of nice. And like a Soylent with a churro. Like, that sounds like a great breakfast. Oh, yes. Uh, it's a great idea. It's weird how, like, talking to you is like walking through a haunted house, <laughs> and then there's a pie at the end 80% of the time. It's very disconcerting. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you, guys. This is this is the best episode of Dragon's Den yet. It is. Of our <laughs> reoccurring segment, Dragon's Den. Uh, Mr. Baker the Banker, we can have you back again, can't we? Uh, Dylan didn't yeah, go. Well, yeah, I'm still saying this is just a preview. <laughs> you won't be hearing my voice a lot because I'm a reoccurring <laughs> character. So this is not the last you're hearing of Mr. Baker, the banker, with billions of dollars to invest. Commercial break, and Dylan, do you have a franchise for Mr. Baker, the banker? All right, everybody, thank you for coming in. Thank you for meeting me here today. All right, it's good to see you. Okay, if you could direct your eyes towards the projector screen here. Imagine a world that's a barren landscape of culinary treats. You're sucking up the slop that the corporations are churning out for you. And there's nary nutrition nor deliciousness to be found. And then on the horizon, you see a vacayero. <gasps> oh. And a sombrero. And he's calling his burros in for the night and... They're not responding. They're not coming <laughs> because, you know, these burrows are pretty responsible. <laughs> they don't plan on running off anytime soon. And so you settle in at your campfire and then you look around and you realize you're surrounded by a rustic <laughs> aluminum wood industrial style oh. decor that you don't remember setting up around your campfire. And there's a person there and she's calling to you and she says, hey, hey. and you say, what? She says, hey, hey, hey. Says, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't hear it. And she says, hi, what are you having today? And you say, 
I guess I'm having a bowl to go. And she goes, okay, all right, would you like to have white or brown rice? And you say brown rice. And she says, black or pinto beans? And you say pinto beans. And you, she says, what kind of meat would you like to have? And you say, I'll have steak, please. And she says, okay, salsas. And you say, I'm going to have the medium green salsa. And she says, okay, would you like corn, sour cream, or cheese? And you say, I'd have all three, please. No. And she says, would you like any queso or guacamole? And he says, yes, both, please. It's a, it's a Friday. And she says, okay, would you put any lettuce on that? And you say, God, no. And she boxes that up for you and you slide over to the cash register and you pay for it because you are at I'm still workshopping the name <laughs> you're at Dylan's burrito again <laughs> what do we think you guys you know I the, the saddest thing about cigarettes not being allowed to be advertised on television anymore is <sighs> the absence of the Marlboro man who I, I just like that character, a mysterious cowboy, a mysterious vacayero, a so, caballero. I, I love that. And, and I think you really captured that uh, mm-hmm. with this. And I, you know, marketing is 99% of the battle, you know, and once you, once you do that, you're getting that 1% from me, baby. Okay. So <laughs> you, you got me, you got me. Okay. All right, Cam. I'm going to say personally, I think um, I get what you're trying to go for, where you think that you can capture the same element of disgust that eating a songbird whole contains <laughs> by having kind of like a Russian roulette where you think that by maybe, you know, only 10% of the people get sick, so the only... The other 90% are going to be extra loyal because they didn't get sick and they love their burrito so much. I mean, and I get the lagoon thing because you're trying to hint at the festering disease within. Uh, but I think it's all a ripoff. I think it's all a ripoff of Tweety's. Of what? what? Tweety's Woody the Woodpecker presents Chicken Chop. Yep. Cam, this is fucking ridiculous. Well, it's not up to us. It's up to the judge. Let's ask the judge. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, Mr. Judge? He has a a name. Yeah, what was that name? He's Mr. Baker, the banker. Mr. Baker. Mr. Mr. Baker, the banker. He has billions to invest. Don't be rude, Ryland. He's a returning guest. Mr. Baker, (laughs) what do you think? Yes, I... I'm a real person and a returning character. I show up on this show a lot. (laughs) And I'll have to say I was tempted by the idea from the sociopath murderer and his crazy clown churro roaming snack shop. And I did like to eat birds as a child and as an adult. But I got to say, the only idea I heard tonight that had the corporate evil and genius that it takes to exist in this modern world has to be Dylan Burgas's Burrito Lagoon. Oh my god. Oh, what? Oh my, oh my. Welcome oh to Fast you. Casual oh Royalty. And please take these one billion dollars. Thank you so much, sir. I won't let you down, sir. And I'll see you and all the other Mr. Baker the Baker fans. On the next Dragon's Den, <laughs> because I'm a real person, and this is a reoccurring segment. Oh, was fu- he took out an existing restaurant idea. <laughs> what are you yeah, talking it about? It worked out are really well. <gasps> this is Life File Podcast, the only podcast that's a mirage in a food desert. We 
want to thank Ronald for his benevolence. We want to thank the <laughs> Colonel for killing all those chickens in the Great Chicken War. We want to thank Scott Davis for the music for our show. And if you want to be a part of the show, you can reach us at 720-663-8163, the Life Pile Hotline, where you can leave a voicemail talking about your favorite fast foods and how much you like to eat them. You can also text that number or email us at lifepileshow at gmail.com or reach us at thecumbler.com.lifepile and you could also do whatever Dylan says. Oh, we have Instagram? Yeah, that's right, Ryland. In addition to our Cumbler, we do have a Tumblr, <laughs> so you could reach us at lifepileshow.tumblr.com You can also respond to our Instagram stories. We post a lot of our listener feedback prompts on there. You can be a part of the show that way. We love the ones we got this week. We are so sorry some of you got hepatitis. We love that a lot of you love Taco Bell. Ryland and I can really relate to that. Yes. So keep them coming, you guys. We appreciate it so much. And feel free to tune in, comment, like, subscribe uh, to all of our accounts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. Those are all at life pile show if you want to catch me this week i will be in the french countryside the big net of living birds whistling in the afternoon sun it's a pleasure to be alive and to drown birds Ryland, or uh, Dylan, or who, who, who goes next? Has, where can we catch you this week? It's always Dylan. Dylan. If you want to find me this week, I do have a lot of male suitors lined up around the door because I am a homosexual. So I'm going to just be getting myself nice, right, and tight, washing my face, making sure that my clothes are lint rolled, my hair is freshly permed, and I'm ready to go. I'm a little bit hungry, though. I'm feeling a little bit peckish. You know what? I'm just going to have a snack. I'm going to go ahead and put some steak, shrimp, chicken, turkey, mozzarella, (laughs) tomato sauce, some apple spice cream cheese on a pizza, and then I'm going to wrap that around churros, and then I'm going to dump on top of it some pumpkin spice latte fries, and then I'm going to pour some buffalo coffee on top of it, and I'm going to go to town. I'll be ready outside in a few minutes. Keep the car warm for me. Thank you. And if you guys want to catch me this week, I'm going to be doing an opening for Burger King's new sex toy shop. <laughs> they wanted me to do. Sneaking, sneaking. <laughs> yes, they wanted me to do some stand up while they cut the tape on the Sneaky King sexy dungeon. <laughs> so come on down. Oh, it's nothing more unsettling than buying sex toys from a very sneaky man. <laughs> this is Life Pile. Ooh, light your life on fire. Life pile, life pile, life pile.